Well, here we are again. Welcome to another episode with the Triple Clowns on how to fix horse racing. I'm Tom. And of course, as always, we have Randy. We have two very special gentlemen today. I'm going to introduce one because you have seen him and he is going to introduce the other. You have seen him all over, all over Twitter over the past month. His name is Cameron Roberts. He is the founder and CEO of Fantac. Uh, this episode, of course, How to Fix Horse Racing is centered on promoting our wonderful, great, wonderful sport. And what Cameron has done in just such a couple months is fantastic with, with Fantac. And we're going to get all into that. We're going to get into a broader scale. But Cameron, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and, and tell us who you, who you brought along with you with you well thank you tom that was a uh, very awesome introduction not sure i deserved all the credit there but i love it um thank you for that uh ramiro joined me ramiro Morov, you guys know him uh from golf stream he actually rode in new york as well um kind of you know travels around quite a bit and uh the whole concept of fantac honestly i wish and you know ramiro's probably going to tell me no but like I wish I could say it was just me, but I had texted him with this um, probably, I guess it was over a month ago. And I said, Hey, Ramiro, why don't, you know, why don't we ever advertise and market the jockeys? Like the horses can't talk. The horses that are good are gone within a year or two. So why don't we focus on doing something for you guys and actually promote the sport with guys who can talk about it and, and kind of build it up. And I, I've known Ramiro for long enough to where, He's pretty, he's probably my best friend in the thoroughbred industry easily. And I know if it's a bad idea, he'll tell me. And immediately <laughs> he's like, he hit me back up. He's like, bro, I love this idea. I absolutely love this. This is so cool. Like, it's going to be a great idea. And um, me and him just kind of, I don't know, just, we started it off and he's like, I'm promising you, if you do this, guys are going to want to join. And sure enough, we started with like three guys and we're approaching 25 already in just a couple wow. of weeks. So yeah. So it's got, yeah. Massive. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, what's awesome, Cameron. And honestly, and remember that's, that's great that, you know, we talked to you guys before this, we've talked to Cameron before um, and, and just really cool guys that, you know, when we talk about the younger flavor and what people are doing, like, let's be open armed about this. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, Let's stop with the, you know, let, let's let them have these ideas and everything like that. Um, I mean, what what are you guys like, um, like 21 and 14? Is that what it is? <laughs> um, I'm looking like, you know, we're, but for real, we're, we're, how old are you? you have to I'm be like, 21. You're 21. Oh, yeah. for you. I would card you and not let you in the bar if I was working. Um, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> but 21, okay. And Cameron, you're younger as well. Right. Yeah, I'm twenty. I'm twenty-seven. Jeez, so see, see, see what it, I mean. This is what they well, need. All our old parts like us, Randy. They don't need us anymore. I know, I know. And before anybody's listening to our how to fix horse racing and are like, oh, here we go, they don't turn it off. Stop. This is what we need, everybody. These are the people we need because they are more alike of us than we think. Um, and I'm talking from the old person perspective here. But um, no, it, that's awesome. And remember, you've been remember you've been riding for how long now? I've been riding since mm, late April of 2018, and I was out a year with my injury, and about four months with 
with COVID because they closed on racing in New York. That's right. So let's yeah. do the let's do the math here real quick. That means you were what? I'm not that great at math, but you were about like about 16 months. You were like 16, 17 years old. Yeah, about 17 or so. When you started riding. When I started, I was eight. I actually rode my first race on my 18th birthday. It's Good for you. so weird. I mean, that's well. You have a you have an 18 year old uh, kid out there in Santa Anita, right? Yeah. Do, yeah. do I have an 18 year old kid out here? In Santa no, Anita? no. That's rides out. Oh, of oh, oh, okay. You're asking Cameron by fault. Yeah. I'm asking you. <laughs> I, I'm asking you, Randy. Yeah, probably Santa Anita. Turf Paradise, there, there are probably a lot of places. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, but there was a lot of, I think we have a 17 year old out here, but I mean, it's just amazing. So, so we'll, we'll go on from that though, but guys, we're talking about how to fix horse racing, which, which Cameron, you're doing your thing to make it more for the people. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and now we have, a, we have a jockey here that knows Obviously, being younger as well, I mean, which most, a lot of jockeys are young, but, you know, you, you have a, let's say, a finger on the pulse of the people, uh, you know, being younger. So let me start with Cameron. What do you guys think about that? Like, you bring it to the table. What do you think is wrong with what we're doing? And, and what are you trying to do? I, I just think as a whole, we've kind of, we've really mismanaged how and I say we because we're all accountable. If you work in the sport, whether you're media on the backside, doesn't matter. You're we're all kind of accountable for not marketing the sport properly. And it seems like we've tried the same thing for 40, 50 years. And that's fine if it worked. If there was steady growth and steady incline, and like people argue, I think that's what bugs me is people argue and say, oh, well, the handle's up X amount of dollars this year and it goes up. But financially, it's going to be the same as the stock market. Like it goes up with inflation. It's common sense. So the handle's going to be much more now than it was in 1970 because inflation, people are betting more, people have more money. It's just the way it works. Plus you have online wagering. And I think the, the thing that hurts me the most and what makes me fearful for the future of the sport is the best way, and I know from just experience from how I got into the sport, the best way to fall in love with racing is to see it live. And we don't see the tracks packed like they used to be. And there's this massive, massive uh, push for the entertainment dollar. And it's everywhere. I mean, there's, there's a massive competition, but we have to be able to do something different. And I think by marketing the jockeys uh, who can actually speak firsthand of the sport and they're actually well-known, it's nothing against the trainers, nothing against the owners, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm around the sport and there's half the time I see a trainer that I've probably heard their name 10 years. And I say, Oh, that's what that guy looks like. Mm, like, you know right. what I mean? So we don't see them a lot, the jockeys we see every day. So, you know, why not market them and, and make them the face of the sport just as we would like, if you think of say like a NASCAR or something, you know, there there's owners and there's crew chiefs and all that, but who's the focus, the driver everyone knows the drivers so that's a good analogy that's that's yeah. true and, and with your website uh at uh, what is it fantac.com correct yeah yeah it's www.fan-tac.com what, what i like is that i'm guilty of uh i go by the silks because the jockeys sometimes are like hockey players so to speak they have their their hat on and their silks on 
I, you put your the picture up there. Hey, um, this is this is Danny Satano, etc. Here's Tyler Connor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And oh, that's who that you know. For sometimes the 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 outsider looking in, they can they can put a name with a face and be like, oh yeah, I want to get that that kind of gear. So so good work on the on your marketing in it, there as well. Yeah, no, it, it well, I mean, it's true. I mean, and, and that's a good analogy with NASCAR because I was trying to put one up in my head because I'm like captain analogy all the time. And um, I, I look at things like, you know, it, it is true. It's, you guys are the guys on the court or the field, let's just say the jockeys. We don't know, no one's buying a Phil Jackson jersey. Um, you, you know what I mean? When, you yeah. know, as a coach or something like that. These guys are out there. They're athletes. It's fun to watch them. And it goes into what we talked about with even betting. It'd be great to being able to bet on jockeys. Like, give me an over under on my man right here. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the over. Um, yeah. You know, uh, uh, but, you know, make them more superstars because yeah. they are. That's, that's accurate. We were talking beforehand. That's the only only sport where ambulances follow them around every every freaking race. They they put the light literally their life into their hands at five six times a day. And you know, the, and, and and you know, this is me sounding like the bitter old man, but I will. And that's me saying, I don't hear jockeys bitching about politics and and doing like really really stupid shit. And I'm gonna go back to that rant that Tom loves so much of mine. Being like, you know, jockeys might screw up. They might do dumb shit. And there's been some that we've lost to having problems. And, it, and that sucks with anything. But all in all, they're kind of the coolest community of athletes that I've seen. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, for real, like no one's going in the bathroom and, and, you know, doing whatever and then winning Super Bowls and that's okay. Um, you know, like we talked about, I mean, these guys, and when I say that I'm not knocking all the other sports, I'm saying some respect, some yep. respect to these great athletes we have. And why aren't they su superstars? Why yeah. aren't they? Well, and, and one thing I would add to that point, honestly, that, that has always kind of gotten through, I guess, in my mind is every time I think of racing and just the jockeys in general, we have the most personable and the most approachable superstars in the entire sports industry. Not even no close. Doubt. Yes, you can go and talk close. any jockey. They will go and talk. Ramir, I can, I, and Ramir would probably be able to speak to this better, but I mean, dude, how many like fist bumps do you give random people every day? You're oh. sitting there talking to fans constantly. Like it's, there's no other sport that's like that. Like go sit courtside at a Lakers game. See how many times LeBron, you know, dabs you up. Not going to happen. No, never going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, no, and well, let's go right to it. So speaking of the jockeys, let, let's, let's go right to it. And, and then let me just start by saying, and, and like I said before, I'm not going to throw you under the bus to say anything about it. We want you to get a ton of rides. We want you to be politically correct. So we won't let you not be here. <laughs> Triple guns, we won't, but what's going on with that? Like, how do you feel when we say things like that? What is your feeling about that being a jockey? When you look at NBA players, NFL players, soccer players, you look at their social media. I'm not speaking about getting rides and 
the actual races that we're riding. I'm just starting off on uh, an athlete perspective on how I'm comparing jockeys to other athletes. They're all verified on Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media platform that they use. You know, they're, they're always getting paid to, you know, they, they have sponsorship deals. They're, they're, they're highly endorsed, you know, and, and us, we're the same. We're on, I mean, I'm not saying we're endorsed, but we're on TV the same as well. You see us on TVG and we're, we're often, we're, I, I don't want to be, be a little bit on edge and say we're the stars because the horses are the real stars, but we're, we're a part of it as well. You know, we're a part of the race. We're a part of the connections as much as the trainers and the owners are as well. And I feel like we are overlooked in, in, in that type of way, not in the horse racing industry, but just as athletes on a hold, because I grew up in Florida. I grew up in, in the U S and when I told my friends, I'm going to be a jockey, they don't even know what jockeys are. I grew up, I played soccer all over Florida and all of my friends that play soccer, they're like, oh, I see you ride horses now. People are asking me, do I even get paid to ride horses? Oh, you know, wow. They don't even know that we get paid. Yeah. You know, and, and people ask me, oh, what do you have to do? I'm like, I've played soccer at a very high level. I've, I've gotten scouted. And I could tell you one thing, riding one race is not, it's, it's way harder than playing two soccer games. I could tell you that <laughs> in the same day. And it's just one race. And you know, Saturday I rode six races. So our bodies, we're very fit and we go through a lot, especially maintaining our weight and, and just keeping, keeping that fitness, especially with our weight. We have to be very lean and keep all that muscle together while not putting on weight. I just think that we're overlooked a lot, not, not in the horse racing industry, but just in sports in general. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's personally what I think. That's, that's a great point. And listen, wow. and that's, and that comes to us. Um, you're doing your job and great job doing it. Um, we need to do our job better. Maybe not personally. Cameron's trying. I'm trying. Tom is trying. We need to somehow, you, you just hit it right on the head. And that goes to what our show is, is, is coming to trying. culminating to is, is that we're getting into it. Like why? Why is it that somebody would question him on if he gets paid for horse racing? Like, think of, and, and I totally believe that. I think that's, I would have probably guessed that, that somebody would probably have said that to you. But why? What are we doing there? And, and once again, I go to being like, Every other sport, there's a sense of entertainment that goes along with it. That goes along with it. it it's a show. Sure. It's fun. It's the Super Bowl. It's this. It's, it's that. Soccer, it's, it's an event. We need to make this more of an event. That's true. And they tried and, to do that. They tried to do it with, remember the Pegasus commercials from last year were ridiculous. Well, well, and they, they were, yeah, they fucked that up, but, um, but you know what it is? And I think it comes down to this and it's really simple. We don't play horse racing when we're kids. So somehow we have to cross this line. So every kid that played soccer is going to be a soccer fan. 
every kid that played baseball thinks he can go out there and could be in the major leagues if things went right or, or whatever it is. No one plays horse racing. No one plays jockey. So I think it's a carryover and that's fine. No one plays NASCAR either and look how big that is. But I guess we all drive cars um, and, and maybe that's why. So there's something to that where athletically we need to start bringing it to kids when they're younger to be like, you know, you know, these guys are the rock stars. That's, you know, Mike Smith should be Tom Brady. He should be. He should be. <laughs> and, and there should be jockey schools in the U.S. There's every another jockey, one. Yeah. Every, every jockey that, that I've spoken to, or most jockeys I've spoken to have gone to jockey schools it, oh, where, oh, it's in Panama or Dominican or it's Puerto Rico's got a big I, one, I believe too. See, there yeah. is, and I don't know, but it's it, there. I know there are a lot of like former jocks that that live in like Central and in Central America that that will have jock schools there. And there's that's not like oh hey I'm going to jock school in in El Paso. It, it's good point. So it's a good point. And but but here's the thing. So so with that being said, how did you decide? So you're a soccer player. How do you decide you're going to be a jockey with to keep it on the same, you know, um, note with this like lack of, 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 you know, horse racing. Like, it was cooler being a soccer player, right? Probably. Mm, well, growing up, my uncles, my cousins was always jockey. So before I could even walk, I've always wanted to ride horses growing up. So oh. I started playing soccer when I was eight, nine, about eight years old. And I was very good in soccer. When I was 16, that was when I started to really become a very good player, started playing academy, playing huge tournaments all over the country, and started actually um, getting scouted and playing in really big tournaments at high levels. But my heart was always in horse racing, regardless of what soccer would have given me. My heart was always in horse racing because, because of my family. My family is just always taught me horse racing growing up and everyone that's in horse racing right now they have some connection to horse racing with family or friends huh. but if you don't have that connection people aren't gonna reach out and say i want to go to Gulfstream park they, they don't know what Gulfstream park is they they've heard of the mall and they probably heard of the track but they're they're not too intrigued to to go to Gulfstream or go to any track that that's that's what I, sorry, did I cut out? No, it's fine. You're going. You're, you're good. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I think, you know. It's, it's very, that, that's how kids get involved at a young age. It's, it's family, but when you look at it, your horse racing is, is not really getting to a bigger scale like that. You, you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, no, no. Well, that's, that's, that's it. And I guess great. that's the thing because, okay, so my father got me into horse racing, right? Like he got me into going to the tracks and doing whatever. So I got a horse racing. Tom, I believe is the same. same Cameron, same are you deal. the same? Yeah, I was the same way. My parents owned a, they owned a couple of standard breads. I think we had like five at the Meadows when I was growing up. And then, um, oh, cool. yeah. So I always used to say like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a, you know, harness driver one day. And then I got really fat and I decided that probably wasn't <laughs> going to work. So I'm like, there's some okay. big harness drivers, though. By the way, there are a couple big guys. You could, you know, I don't think you're that fat. So no, nah, there, there's some. You still got a future there. 
<laughs> there's some chunky ones that are out there in the bike but i said like okay well if i can't drive i'll i'll train and then i realized i was around horses enough and i was terrible with being around them so i said all right i'm gonna own some and i did i mean i went and bought some on my own we did a like an ownership syndicate for a little while with phil hudon which was fun but um it's one of those things that I think, and that's where Romero's right. It's almost in a bad way. And horse racing's done it to itself in a way because we are at the end of the day, like an agricultural product. Like it doesn't matter. Sure. The trainer. We're, agents, yeah, yeah. we're like farmers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if you talk to any trainer and that's, it's funny because I remember having a conversation with a couple of bloodstock agents and we were talking about just like, why don't we promote the sport? in a big way. Why aren't these guys out there like the trainers, the jockeys? And they said, well, you know, you think of guys like Baffert, Pletcher, all these, guys. yes, they are businessmen, but at the end of the day, they're, they're farmers. That's yeah. what they want to do. They want to go yeah. take care of their horses. And then they, they don't do the big interviews. They don't do, it's not like Bill Belichick doing a, you know, a, a post game. press. They want to go to the back of the farm. They want to go back to the farm and their horses. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, so it's kind of, that's the the whole thought process really is the majority of them are just, it's, it's kind of just like farming. I mean, how many kids want to grow up to be a farmer unless their family owned a farm? It, it's actually, you know? it's actually funny you say that Cameron, because I used to, when, when we were talking about, you know, being in entertainment for a long time, which I was, and, and the people I'm around are some of them. And, and they will say like, oh my God, uh, you know, uh, Bob Baffert, he needs, like, he's not good at being on that microphone. He's got to shut up because he's not good at it. I'm like, of course, he, he's a horse trainer. Like, that's <laughs> not what he does. Yeah, like, he, he hasn't. He might be popular, but he's not a spokesperson. He's Correct. not. He's a guy that was running quarter horses in Los Alamitos before. <laughs> like, he's not. Yeah. He's not trained right. to do that. You're absolutely right. We are. We all involved. We are farmers in this. Well, yeah. And that's, that's why, like, you know, that's why I keep going back over and over and, and banging the drum for marketing the jockeys, because they're the only ones that can really be marketed in a point that, and I'm not saying trainers aren't cool. I'm by no means saying that, but a trainer has extremely hard work with not a lot of attention, not a lot of uh, spotlight. It's just, it doesn't happen. Um, inside the sport we know, but outside the sport we don't, but you could turn on Gulfstream. I, I just remember a couple weeks back watching Romero run a, I think he won with like a 16 claimer or something, Romero. I can't even remember. It was, it was one of the claimers, but in my mind, it doesn't matter if I'm, whether I know the sport or don't know the sport, that could be the Derby for all I care. It was a fantastic ride. He comes flying up late, nails him at the wire. Absolutely. Just money timed, perfect ride. That's the guys to make the stars. And that's, yes. if we showcase sure. that. He's a, he's a kid. He's marketable. I mean, look at him. He's a good looking kid. He's a good looking kid. He's got, he's got his shit going on. Like He's got like, that hair, man. Wow. Like, 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 he's, he's got the nice wood wood back on his bed. That's pretty nice shit right there, by the way. I like it. But, uh, you. you know, like he, he's, he, you could rock star him. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like, yeah, like, come on. We're all, we're, I, I've been long and done gone now. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, we can, we can market this shit. Um, you're absolutely right. And, and it's not like it's a lack of enthusiasm. And maybe if we got more marketable with the jockeys, they, they might have, I'm not saying they don't have enough and I know whatever, 
But, you know, when they come off and it's, you know, when you see a jockey come by the wire and they're like, yeah, like that's, if that's, that was an NF, that's Tiger Woods with the fist. Pump. Right. That's right. been using Nike. Yeah, coming over yeah. with the, you know, with the point. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, let's make them be that guy. Let's give them personalities. Right. Well, let's Not let them have robot. personalities. I mean, instead of being like, oh, that's not okay. Do you feel like that? Let me ask you. Do you feel like you're a little bit like, do you want to be a little bit more out there and, and you feel like maybe it's not accepted enough? I, I wonder that. Mm, it depends. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled with every race that I win. I'm, I'm very thrilled as soon as I pass the wire. But as soon as you finish the race, it's like, Unless it's a really big race, um, people usually don't like fist pump or anything like that at the wild. Unless it's like a, you know, a, a, like if, if I win my first graded stake, I'll probably fist pump or go crazy. <laughs> but, you know, I think that we're all just riding and winning that it's just I don't want to make it seem like it's just another race. But you know what I'm saying? It, it's just on to the next race. You, you just want to keep it. Like keep it well, together, you're class, I think, well, yeah, you know? act like you've been there before. Yeah. Go ahead. It's your job. Yeah. But I do wonder, and this isn't anything on you. I do wonder, maybe if we were a little bit more cocky. I don't want them to act like, listen, I hate, listen, I don't even like in football when they all run to the end zone and do their old thing. I, I think that's stupid. It annoys me. But maybe marketing wise, maybe we have that where, you know, if you could be, you know, like the guy, I remember, um, remember the bowler, what was it like Parker bone? And I don't know any bowlers, but I remember this guy. Cause he would do the like chop when he got a strike. Does anybody remember this? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I exactly. Do. I, I, I know no bowlers, yeah. but I know that guy. And yeah. like, I bet it was great marketing. I'm not telling you to go do anything stupid. Please don't. Um, but, but, but you wonder if we gave them more of a platform like Cameron, what you're trying to do, promote them more. Um, I hope we don't create the crazy beast that the NFL has created, but no, I'll, f I'll find these guys. If it comes down to it, I mean, I'll start. <laughs> there you go. That's what you need to do. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? We're like, I mean, you guys are so mod every jockey. I, I pretty much talked to. There's a couple that are cocky, but deservingly so. Um, some of them, and I won't mention any names, but um, old school guys. Uh, but you're right. You're so bit, and and Tom and I will talk about it before. I'm a big proponent of act like you've been there before. Don't do whatever. But there's a point where we need to give a little personality to these guys because they have it. They have it. I mean, like I said, you know, he's marketable. It's a marketable guy here that mm -hmm. I want riding my horse. You see, he's a nice kid. He's a good looking dude. He's young. He's fresh. He's doing whatever. Is that yeah, and, well, and, and hopefully with what, what Cameron's doing, that's, you know, that's that, that gets, that gets the name out there even more. And, and how great is it going to be when you're a Gulfstream and, and you see a kid at the wire with, with an RM hat. I mean, that's, that's yeah. gotta be, that's gotta, yeah. That's gotta be awesome. with, yeah. With, yeah. with the palm trees, with the palm trees at Gulfstream, yeah. of course. I love it. I love yeah. it. it, it it's, it's really good. It's so far, it's been really, it's been a lot of promoting. A lot of new riders have been added 
and Cameron's been doing a great job. It's going to be really good because once people start wearing it to the track, people are going to be asking, oh, where'd you, where'd get, you that? get that gear? Yeah. And then it'll just, I think it'll eventually start taking off more and more. And Cameron, he's just done a great job with it. He's done a great job. He's just, he just kind of run every anything by me. And I've just pitched a couple ideas along with it, but he's really brained behind everything. You know, he, he's done, he's done almost everything. I, I would say everything so far. I, I really haven't done much. Well, you've re- you, well, you, you, if you weren't riding a horse and riding horses very well, he probably wouldn't talk to you. So you've been doing something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you were just a guy that was working down the street. Uh, so, so don't let, no offense, Cameron, but don't take, don't give him all the goddamn credit. You're doing, you're doing your job <laughs> as well. Uh, but, but no, but that, that is true. And, and it is weird. Cause it makes me think of a point of, there is something of marketability where, you know, people in the NFL, NBA, they'll sign a player because he sells jerseys, right? There should course, be, yeah. maybe if there was something, because this is at the end of the day, what we're talking about. Like if your horse takes a lot of money, there may be like some incentive to the person because I want to put that jockey on because that horse will take a lot of money because of this jockey. Like what's the incentive? And that's kind of weird. Like, which I think being the rock star jockey and, and everybody's wearing your hat, it will translate and you'll get more rides just because. Oh, so yeah. It would be cool if you got more rides because, I mean, in every other sport, you get signed because you're popular. Yeah. Right? I mean. Sure. I don't, I don't know how that would work. No, and that, that crossed my it's mind. It's a combination though. of both, yeah. Whenever I did this, that and that's really why um, – you know, a lot of the guys that that I've spoke with and the guys that have joined and, and all that, one thing I always said was there's really nothing bad that comes out of this. Like, we're going to sell some merchandise. It's great for the fans. But as far as the jockeys, I do genuinely think and I, I believe that in a sense, if we can make the sport grow, there's no reason that a new owner and new connections who are brought into the sport will then immediately want to go to someone that they feel a connection with because they've seen the merchandise they've seen us on podcasts yeah. they feel like they know yeah something. that's right you know it's that's true it's true there's I mean, some connection there you know i mean and we can all agree you don't say anything because you'll get yourself in trouble but um but you know how many times it's like he's getting rides because he's popular how many times have we seen yeah, yeah. you know i mean we yeah that's real that's real um, you know, I mean, I'm sure, and I'm sure the jockeys say the same thing to each other. Like I said, I don't expect you to answer that at all. Cause I, well, I mean, we're, we're, I can, I can speak to that just from the, the standard bread side. Like I had guys who drove for me and, and my trainers because there was a comfort level. Like if you ever saw a horse of mine that went at Northfield park, it was nothing against Aaron Merriman or Ronnie Wren. They're both great drivers. But I always had Ryan Stahl driving my horses. Why? Because I knew Ryan better and the trainers felt more of a trust in Ryan because they had a connection with him. It's the same right. reason why if you go to a furniture store or a car dealership. Because you might, you're sure. going to work with someone you know. You know, yeah, yeah. You go to, when you go to the middle of Iowa, you might go to TGI Fridays where you never went there before because you know, you, you know, know the food. food is. You know, you know what I mean? You know what you're going to get. So it is true. It is yeah. in turn. I do believe that. Maybe it's not right, but it's true of, of yeah. we're going to, you know, 
um, it, it's what it is because I'm sure that's infuriating to a jockey. And like I said, I would never put you on the spot to even answer that, but it's got to yeah. be infuriating to be like, I know I'm better than that guy that's popular. I know I am. And he gets more rides because he's goddamn more popular than me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, but it, it's got to be infuriating. Um, but I, lo- I love what, what you're doing, Cameron, with this. And um, I think this is a big thing. I, I don't know if people are going to realize what we're doing when we're talking about this, but I hope they do because we need to make it more popular. And I think we all go in this circle of how do we make it popular to the, to, to the kids that are watching other things? Like, yeah, that's weird that's, you, brought, you brought a very good point up earlier saying that, you know, growing up kids, you know, like I used to play soccer from a young age. You could sign up to play soccer. You could sign up in basketball camps, football camps. But I mean, you learn how to show jump. You can learn how to show jump, but there is no real tie to horse racing like that. No, you, you know what no. I'm saying. And as a kid, you can't. You're not allowed to bet until you're 18. So there's no interest to them. Why do they want to come to the track? I remember, um, I used to love coming to the track just as a kid, hanging out with my family because I had a whole bunch of family here. But there was kids. Why would they come to the track? Like, what do they come? What, what do they get from coming to the track? They don't get anything. They just go and they. Yeah, it's nice to watch the horses race, but they're just gonna sit down and watch watch races and they're not really going to be enjoying it as much as if they were allowed to bet i mean i don't agree with underage gambling but what other way can kids be incorporated into horse racing directly other than going to a farm or going to show jump and learn how to show jump how can you integrate kids into horse racing you know, like what if what, what if that's true do? what if we went to the college level and like had college horse racing like how cool would that be it would be that that would be great it would be almost like you know how in some some of the western states there's a lot of um like barrel racing and stuff like that at college we could incorporate incorporate it on the other side of the do do a little bit of uh well you figured of course there's there there's like the equestrian like 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 romero was saying there's like the equestrian stuff for for kids that want to do that type of thing but Even there's if they not... had like four horses you have a sprinter you have a distance horse you know what i mean like arizona state i don't know i'm just rambling on stupid stuff but like arizona state kentucky you know the horses have it like what if we at least did that and made it interesting i i don't know i'm just well, something at a younger age there's a good idea there because in like in harness racing we do have a thing where we have the amateur races where amateurs can drive and they have that whole like each state by state they have we're looking to do that by the way with triple clowns so what if we what if we did something as an industry where you had basically an amateur class uh like an amateur class for these guys at like like you said asu who has the the big thoroughbred program kentucky has theirs and like even I don't know, say places like I know Virginia Tech here in Virginia has a big equestrian side of there, but there is a select few schools where these people can let's say I don't know a few kids who want to try a new sport can try it on the amateur level. Train there would be guys who could teach them obviously and and show them what to do, and then you just have you know they're not going to fill up a whole card with amateur races, 
but you look at Pompano, uh, Meadowlands, anything, it's like one, one race, one night a week. They have the New Jersey Sire Stakes or the New Jersey Amateur Division, the Florida Amateur Division. And it's, you know, do something like that where these guys well, the can college is getting involved. The, 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 the 4-H's do something like that uh, at Laurel in between some races where you literally have um, actually it's even lower than, than, than high school. It's almost, it's almost, it's almost like little kids just racing on just a flat race for maybe a hundred yards or so. It's, it is, you know, well, you know what it it is. And I'm sure um, you guys will agree. You don't, it's kind of like when you talk about like fighting, it's, you don't play fighting, you play football. Sure. Almost don't play being a jockey you're a jockey it's dangerous i guess it comes down yeah. to that like something happens then what um well I, I i i get that and that's so true but i remember growing up as a kid at calder they used to have the game room and they used to have pony rides and stuff like that for the kids to make the kids want to at least come to the track that right. that's what i used to love at calder they used to have the pony rides. They used to have the game room. Yeah. And not only that, they don't even have any new horse racing games, video games that people yeah. could actually play. Dur- like, Jockeys Derby, Derby Club. What was that one? That was the best one ever. Remember that? The yeah, owner's club? I, I, I remember I, I grew up playing Gallop Racer on PS2 where you're the jockey. You'd go get rides and stuff like that. That was one of my favorite games. But going to the track, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to ride an an amateur race to be intrigued by horse racing could go go on a little pony ride you you know you can have little pamphlets to educate them about horse racing little things like that like little simple pamphlets that okay this is what the whip does it doesn't hurt them this is just a cushion you know this is what um if you're a jockey you have to wear a safety vest you have to wear a helmet little things like that can just get little kids involved in into racing it's not just riding an amateur race you know you can have like um you can have horses there that they they're they're able to pet different things just to integrate kids into horse racing where it's not only gambling because they can't gamble so why would they feel like they would have to go to the track as a kid your parents would be like oh let's go to Gulfstream today as a 10 year old kid what am i going to do with Gulfstream? i can't drink (laughs) and i can't and i can't gamble right well what do i go to the track i'd rather go to my friend's birthday party at david buster Sure. That's, you know, that's, that's, you are, you are, yeah, go ahead. And you don't, and you don't want to pick up losing tickets all day. That's your reason. Yeah. Listen, listen. Yeah. To to write it off on taxes at the end of the year. Um, but, uh, (laughs) um, you are a man wise behind, beyond your years. It really is. Uh, geez, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, (laughs) Thank uh, you. Yeah, that's a really good point because um, I've actually had that conversation and we do the pony. They used to do the pony rides at Santa Anita, I guess. I wasn't out here then. Um, and I didn't used to live on Hollywood Beach right near Gulfstream. So I, I know you're really neighbor. that's where I that's where I lived and I grew up. Did you? Um, I, lived, I, I, lived, I, w- I was in the Tides building. You know that building? Um, yeah, right I know the, exactly where that is. Yeah, I lived yeah. in the Tides building. Yeah, I live. I live right now. I live on Pines and 72nd, right by Broward College. That's yeah. where I live. And I grew up there. I grew up oh. and went to MacArthur High School. Of course, he lives by the college. This guy's smart. You see how smart he is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah we heard it. Smart guy. But yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Tom, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Real quick, because we got to do our other show. Yeah, yeah. We've been going on for almost an hour, and we are really happy that we that we had two great guys on. And I'm gonna, I guess, breaking news, so to speak, right as well. Uh, we can edit this out if we want to or not, Randy. But we're we're we are no no happy. reason to edit this out. <laughs> we we are we are happy to announce. I think Randy said it the other day, but we are part of uh, the Triple Clowns are now part of the Fantac, uh, Fantac fraternity. Uh, no, I don't want to call it fraternity. I don't like guys in fraternity. Fantac family. <laughs> Fantac family. We are, and yeah, you're gonna be able to get our stuff on there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully we're going to be rocking some of your stuff. You rock some of our stuff. We'll, we'll, oh, definitely. We'll go East yeah. Coast, West Coast. Here. And, yeah, and, and what will be cool is we're, we're going to bring on Romero, uh, Daniel, uh, whomever. A couple of cap, the guys who signed up for, for Fantech. You're going to see whether it's on the show with Randy and Sarah on Thursdays or our weekly show on Mondays or off the rail on Tuesdays. Oh, and show, well, before anything, show, show Romero stuff real quick again. Show it, show it out there. Oh, the little. We'll, we'll put it up there too, I'm sure. There it is. We'll, we'll put it up. We'll put it up when we do the editing. But yep. that's a pretty badass yeah. sign too. I, I like yeah. it. I do like we, that. That was, yeah, that was pretty cool. Pretty, uh, yeah. We literally, when we made this, and that's kind of the cool thing with, I think a lot of people see with Fantac is it's very personable from the jockeys like Romero. And we have another logo we're actually working on and, and getting on some merchandise as well for him. But, you know, we were talking like, Hey, what do you want? And he's like, well, I grew up in Florida and I like Miami vice. Let's do a Miami vice. That's style. right. And I'm like, Absolutely. Said. Let's yeah, do it. Miami so vice. I thought it just looked great. You don't like Miami vice, you know? man. You're too young for that. You're too young for Miami. No, vice. Bro. Like, you like the remake. Did you like the one with like Colin Farrell? <laughs> I, I like the colors and the designs. Even my my rubber bands for my helmet, they're all pink and blue. They're all I love it. Miami Vice. Well, that's Miami, man. Yeah, I got I you. Love yeah, that. I got that's you. Great. That's great. Um, Miami guy right there. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I uh, love Florida. But but thank you guys for for coming on. And like I said, we're gonna see uh we're gonna see some of the fan tag jocks on on our on our shows um from time to time so it'll be it'll be fun that now being part of the being part of the extended family yeah and, yeah and no, we could have talked all day with with uh romero's very very candid and open and and quite a smart young man and uh he's he's like running an down a being like what a smart young guy like oh, <laughs> this young man has a good head on his shoulders hey yeah uh, thank you Turn into my but, father. But yeah, it, so we we're gonna follow him at Gulfstream and Romero. What's your Twitter handle for those for for those that don't know it? I think it's Romero NLSA. You you think it is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so we always talk about so on every these jocks are so unassuming they don't even know. It's great. We'll put it. Up. No, we'll, and we'll put it. My, we'll figure out what it is TikTok, <laughs> My TikTok and my Instagram is Romero Mirage, but I'm pretty sure my Twitter is Romero NLSA. I made that when I was playing soccer. NLSA stands for Next Level Soccer Academy. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's cool. But follow on, on the on TikTok and uh, and Instagram as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And Cameron, uh, I botched the, your website name, so why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find all the great gear at Fantech. 
Yeah. So um, if, if you guys need any help or want to check out any kind of sales or anything, you can follow me at CDR cam or the Fantac page at Fantac co on Twitter. Um, also the website, www.fan-tac.com. Wanted to go Fantac, but someone already bought that domain name and wanted Bastard. an outrageous amount of money for it. So me. we went oh, ahead and added no. the dash. I knew it was you. I had a feeling it was you. I said, damn it, I know exactly who did this. That is, oh, that is great. Yeah, so yeah, definitely check it out. And um, Romero, did they still have the, that, that taco bar on Hollywood at the end of the beach boardwalk that has the ping pong tables and stuff? It's like outdoors inside not right on the beach more towards the ocean app do you know ah mm, uh, with the with the ping pong tables i don't think they have that anymore no it's near it's no. Near now the new margaritaville it was being built before it was like across the street from that no i don't think they have that place there damn anymore. it i'm getting old there's a lot a couple new places is there all right well yeah we're gonna have to well because i was gonna say i'll meet you there and play in some ping pong and but i'm horrible in ping pong that's why i wanted to play you (laughs) um i'm not gonna race a horse against you that's for damn sure or play soccer probably anything else so i I was looking for something like good hand eye coordination guy right yeah i'm just straight we play darts or something (laughs) but hopefully i see you soon down in florida cameron always we'll talk soon guys thank you so much um of course it was my pleasure thank you yeah, this was great. We'll uh, um, we'll be staying tuned to your and talking about your career. Good luck mm-hmm. with everything. Um, do you have any rides coming up with the Pegasus weekend? Um, yeah, I ride three on Wednesday, two on Thursday, two on Friday, and Pegasus Day. I should be riding a couple maidens. I should be riding a nice allowance race and a couple stakes as well on Pegasus Day Ooh, on nice. the card. Yeah, cool. And then next week, Holy Bull Day, I should be riding a few stakes on that day as well. All right, good. Uh, well, I'm gonna keep... put a good. I'm gonna put a good word in for you for the people I know. Not that that helps that much, but I do work. Oh, with... thank you. I appreciate it. I work with my racehorse, so maybe we'll get you on one. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'll try my best. I can't promise that they don't really listen to me much, but who knows? That's all right. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but that's great. So yeah. All right. So thank you guys so much. Um, of course. And uh, we'll talk soon. Cameron, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, we're looking forward to working with you. And let's go on from there, man. I mean, yeah. so let's, 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 uh, let's grow the sport and, and just, just make it better than it is. We gotta, we gotta keep on, we gotta keep on keeping on. And with guys like, guys like yourselves, we're, Hey, we're, we're trying to do it. Yeah. Listen, you guys are doing your thing um, athletically and business-wise, and all I can do is talk about it. So, uh, And I can barely do that. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, everybody. Least, you know, trying to grow the sport, do the best we can for the sport, you know? Damn right. Damn right. Thank you guys so much. Cool. Guys. Of course. It was a pleasure. Later, Have a good guys. night. Appreciate it.